All right. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds brought to you by the amazing steaks at Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. They do have Patron Extra Añejo, and it is delicious. All you need is a rock and uh, aged over three years. It is delicious. Nectar of the gods. Patron Extra Añejo at Kessler Prime. You can visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I want to thank you once again for listening to the show this year. All of you. Um, And I want to say, you know, I'm happy when you agree with me. And I'm happy when you don't. Uh, We're just happy that you're listening. Also, thanks for going to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Apple Podcasts or Spotify Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We're live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop in Ridgeland on Jackson Street. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays and all that stuff. Hope you've had a good one. I feel like Wendy and I have been celebrating like crazy. What in the world's gone? I don't know. But um, I guess we got the band back together. So this place is, it looks wonderful. Uh, Beautiful shirts. Pants and pullovers, vests and jackets. From Johnny O to Gentile, Heritage, Brax, Filson, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop. Keith Kincaid and the team welcome you and say Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. We'll uh, we'll go with the Kincaid's caller line, 601-995-1059. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. And your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Big news out of Oxford, Trey Harris staying. Wide receiver for Ole Miss, among some others. Uh, Big news out of Mississippi State is Travion Williams is staying. Best player in the state a couple years ago, but got hurt right off the bat this past year. And they were... uh, licking their chops at how well he had played. And he will be back. John Lewis will be back. Another player you had to battle Ole Miss. And Bama was was lurking around. So you got to have those players step up. Those are defensive players. They're more they're not as flashy as Trey Harris. So they're kind of boring, but they're if they're good, that's exciting. Not as exciting as Trey Harris catching touchdowns, but exciting. <laughs> Justin Robinson coming back. Uh, that's a young man, you know, that I thought was going to have a monster year. I didn't know that Mississippi, that everything was going to fall apart for MSU. Um, I think the kid's got NFL talent. Um, he was the MVP of the ReliQuest Bowl last year. Um, he was hurt the first four games of the year this year. Never got on track, but the offense never got on track. Uh, and before you knew it, Will was lost for a month. So it just never it never got going. You got Blake Shapin. Uh, you got somebody who, who can play, who has performed, who's a playmaker. Uh, we'll see if Justin Robinson can, you know, make it rain, so to speak, and uh, and get the thing going. Six foot, almost 6'5", signed with Georgia, started to come along last year. Of course, Steve Spurrier Jr. didn't play him enough, but I'm not going to go too far down that road. He didn't play Tulu enough. He played Tulu the same position as Ra Ra Thomas. 
that makes about as much sense as me getting in a spaceship today and trying to get to Mars. Okay? So, um, whatever. Or me, you know, going over here to the Madison Airport and jumping in a King Air and trying to fly it to Tampa. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, hard-headed coaches are hard-headed coaches are hard-headed coaches. And Anyway, now another big topic today is would you sell your dog for $200,000? I immediately said yes, and I love my dog. Wow. Um, I read this this morning on our prep. I didn't realize this had gone viral. I'm not on TikTok. And this lady, Alexis Elliott, is a TikToker. I don't know if that means she's like a celebrity brand ambassador type thing. I'm not sure. But somebody offered her $200,000 for her baby Doberman. My dog's at least 15, maybe 16. I love him to death. He's, uh, you know, cooler than Humphrey Bogart and Frank Sinatra combined. Um, but 200 k I mean, it's been a good run. That's, you know? That's crazy. So, uh you know that that's that's where I am. Y'all can let me know what you think. Your text line or my it's our text line is 601-885-3776. It's driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. Agup.com. Can't wait to, till this gets back to Wendy. That'll be great. <laughs> what? Or I until can just you see the text. You get a buyer. You know. What the hell were you thinking saying you'd sell Rex for $200,000? Um, but I doubt he's up yet, so he can't be really, man, let's see, it's 8.06, I'm going to bet, no, I'm going to bet no. <laughs> it, it could be maybe, but I'm thinking he's not, I'm thinking he's not, so, um, what else did I want to hit? Ah, uh, Mike Dettelier, 8.30, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, Mike D. Uh, what else do we have? Mike's at 8.30. On the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Here it is. Basketball hoops. Mississippi State net ranking 30. 30th. Ole Miss 61st. So both have uh, moved up. There you go. Um, MSU even with the terrible Southern loss. Southern U. Um, Somebody got on to me on the text line saying I was dogging Southern Miss. I'm like, easy. (laughs) Settle down. Take a deep breath. Nobody's, you know, we're not doing heart surgery here. Let's just, it's okay. But net ranking in hoops, Mississippi State number 30 without Tolu. We've talked about that. Ah, what dropped, though? We've been dropping hints, but Tolu's starting to work out a little bit. Move around. And, uh, again, everybody's talking January 6th at South Carolina. We'll see. That's still a lot of time for a great athlete. Oh, yeah. For physical therapy and rehab. I mean, for me, I mean, whatever he had, I'd be out for, you know, two and a half years. But this guy could be could be back in two months. Um, so kudos to him. I mean, preseason All-American, I, it's awful that he's missed this much time. And you want him to play. Um, but Josh Hubbard has... Uh, MRA, Coach DeWeese, Josh Hubbard has, has, well, I mean, John Rothstein, who's a National College basketball writer, 
is like he's one of the two most prolific freshmen in the country. How about that? That's not me, MSU Homer. That's John, who's tweeted that over the weekend after Hub decided to drop, was it 21 points in 22 minutes or 22 in 21? Either way, it doesn't matter. It was awesome. He didn't even, I I don't know how much he played in the second half. It wasn't much. But they blew out Tulane. I mean, the kid's been amazing. Uh, can you remember a, a freshman having this kind of impact in Starkville or Oxford right out of the gate? Oof. There were actually people who questioned if he could play. I mean, I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to be Pat Riley to know that Josh Hubbard can play, right? You know, but a lot of people get hung up on the MAIS thing, which is comical. MRA didn't even win the MAIS and went down to Oak Grove and played a 46-45 game. And that's not even – that MRA football team from this year, not even close to the ones they've had in the past. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Josh Hubbard can play. I think, I think we're all good there. And comes out of MRA where Coach DeWeese um, obviously coaches. Uh, speaking of – I'm live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing, Jackson Street in Ridgewood. All right, we're back. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Want to thank you for going to, well, thank you for listening to the show. We love you. And uh, hanging out with us, having fun with us, dealing with my crazy brain, all that stuff. I uh, want to wish you and your family a, a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Um, Keith Kincaid just showed up. So I already made like 15 transactions. I told him he, over, he owed me over $1,000 commissioned. He said, done. But uh, I'm live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop in Ridgeland on Jackson Street. And uh, everything looks great. Sport coats, pants, pullovers, button downs. I mean, I'll take one of each. I'm in. Um, Especially, I'm going to get $200,000 for my dog. I'll be able to do what I want. But uh, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Having fun here today. And uh, we'll have Mike Dettelier coming up at 8.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Mike D with WWL Radio TV New Orleans. That'll be fun. Um, we'll talk. You know, I don't know how many people are really that fired up about Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman. Uh, I think when your team is, you know, not relevant and, um, you know, not in the college football playoff, I think if it was Michael Penix Jr. or J.J. McCarthy or Quinn Ewers, it's just a different buzz about it because they're still playing for the big prize. It's hard for people to get into bowl games now. Um, You as a fan get into your bowl game, and people who bet get into it, you know, day before, two days before, maybe the day of, which is great. Uh, and it's it's background music for people throughout the holidays, which is good, too. 
And if something is compelling down the stretch, you know, five, six, eight minutes left, even ten, four quarter close, then you, along with your family or, you know, you're hopping around for the holidays, you'll uh, you'll get locked in. But you don't know who's playing in the Sugar Bowl. You don't know who's playing in the Cotton Bowl. You don't know who's – we didn't know who where LSU was playing. That's just where we are now in college football. But we do know who's in the college football playoff. Michigan and Alabama in the Rose Bowl. And um, – Washington and Texas um, in the – are they in the Sugar Bowl, Jason? Is that right? I yeah. believe so, yes. So um, check that for me, if you would. And then the national championship games in Houston. Can Harbaugh pull this off? Golly, it'd be great. I actually said that on Tuscaloosa Sports Talk Radio yesterday. Ryan Fowler had me on the show, 109 The Game, T-Town. And I had to let him know, I'm pulling for Michigan. I'm pulling for Harbaugh. I really like J.J. McCarthy. And the fact that all of the Big Ten threw a fit and, you know, tattletailed on um, Michigan, then Michigan was able to win their last three games, including the game against Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh. Incredible. They go on to win the Big Ten championship. They smoked Iowa, obviously. And they've advanced. They play Bama. I don't think they're digging that. I think they'd rather play Washington or Texas because Bama's probably the slight favorite. Definitely talent. They're used to playing in big games, and they are so – I mean, you literally have to drive a stake through them, as you all know, after watching the Auburn game, to get rid of them. That's what makes them so special, man. I mean, to beat them – remember when Clemson beat them? 59 minutes and 59 seconds. I mean, it takes everything in a big game to beat them. It's crazy. But that's how they're wired. That's how they're uh, – and I'm t- I've got Bama fatigue. So I'm rooting for Michigan. Uh, Ryan asked me, well, aren't you rooting for the SEC? I was like, no. <laughs> rooting for Jim Harbaugh. But does that mean – does that just because you're rooting for them, does that mean that you think they'll win? I think Michigan has a – I think it's a 50-50 game. Wow. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be really close. Really close game. We we actually have a chance to get both uh for both of them to be really close, not just one of the two. Um last year, you know, Georgia and Ohio State was epic. I want two really good games. I'll take overtime. But I'm I'm really hoping Michigan I want Michigan Bama to go all the way down to the last possession. Oh, yeah. And see what happens there. Hey, the show is brought to you by uh, Justin and Rick Estelle and Rick's Pro Truck. RPT and Glugstat, Rick's Pro Truck, Flowood, RPT, and um, RPT Commercial. Uh, They've been with us for 18 or 19 years on the show. So ricksprotruck.com and uh, another great Mississippi business. Uh, They've been in business since 1990. Yeah. So that's a long time. I don't mean to date Rick, but uh, he's a super guy. But let's see, 23, that's a 33-year run, maybe 34, depending on the date. But uh, Rick's Pro Truck and Glugstat, Rick's Pro Truck and Flowood and RPT commercial in Pearl, right across from uh, Muskelly Furniture. Another great partner. And right by Sound and Communications, 
another great partner. All they're all right there, um, in that in that area. And we're about to have another one right there in that area that we'll announce in in January, and we're excited about that. So, I'm looking here at Keith Kincaid just handed me their um, holiday catalog. And Brecken Young, Jason Young's son, is on the cover. And Jason's a friend of mine. He's also a partner on the show, FBI Insurance, FBBI Insurance. But you know it as Bottrell. And this thing is really good looking. I mean, they've got, they've got all kinds of good stuff. This is going to be hitting your doorstep. And you can check out the pants and the shirts. Um, Gentile leads the way. But you've got uh, Johnny O. You've got Heritage. You got Brax. You got all. Ooh, look at this. Ole Miss and Mississippi State pullovers, basketballs, cowbells, um, powder blue for days here. Uh, Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop in Ridgeland on Jackson Street. Here's some Johnny O stuff. So this looks good for sure. Oh, there's more Hill State and Ole Miss stuff. I like it. I like it. Can you believe um, I was here a year ago the week, Jason? That uh, Mike Leach passed away. That's why I brought the the Leach bell again this morning. Mike Leach passed away a year ago today, Jason. How about that? Yeah, and I mean, by the way, that's kind of off topic with the cowbell, but the handle is so cool. That's one of the coolest cowbells. Even as an Ole Miss guy, that cowbell is sweet. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I just remember around that time when everybody was like, you know, kind of couldn't believe it, didn't know where to go from there. Um just I think everybody misses Mike Leach, whether you're from, you know, the state of Mississippi or Washington or wherever. It is, man. This guy, he had such a uh, wonderful, amazing, cool, eclectic, uh, unique impact impact on um, college football. And we were lucky to get to know him. He came in studio, hung out with him, broke bread with him. And it's crazy that uh, a year ago today, he he passed away, and he was coming off a phenomenal season. I mean, they would win nine games, which is uh, which is huge. And uh, you know, so anyway, my point is, we travel with helmets, and I decided to go by the studio and get the big pirate bell made by the bellsmith, and I can't ring it because it's taped. Well, it's got a little bit of ring in it. This, I'm telling you what, man, this pirate sword handle is so cool. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. That's the best. It's heavy. It's nice. Very well done. We had Leach sign a couple of them because um, I was looking at it this morning. All right, cool. The show is powered by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace. Superior, Superior Foundation. The drought, not good. No bueno. Superior.ms for your foundation issues. We're live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop. Mike D., Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Coming up next. Well, good morning. Welcome in. We're live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop 
on Jackson Street in Ridgeland, and they are, uh, they've been ready for the holidays and Christmas, and they're even more ready for the next, uh, I guess, almost two weeks. So come on by and check out their amazing selection of pants, pullovers, jackets, and vests, all here at Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop, Jackson Street in Ridgeland. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We welcome in our friend Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. Mike D. joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Hey, Mike, we were talking about biggest story in college football this year, and I started off saying it was Deion Sanders for the first month of the season. But then for me, as the season unfolded, uh, I had to go with Michigan and Harbaugh with everything that, that played out. Now, there's still more to go here with the college football playoff, but uh, what would be the biggest story for Mike D? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Uh, I think early on it was Dion and the immediate impact, and he got a lot of people focused on the Colorado program. When's the last time you could say that? I mean, you got to go back, what, late 80s, early 90s uh, for that part. But the swirl of the tornado always sort of gets you uh, watching. And that's what happened at Michigan. Um, And there's no great area here with Harbaugh. Either you like him or you don't. There is no middle ground. Uh, And that's just Jim's personality. And, you know, they're a really talented team. Really, really talented. Uh, and I, I think they're the only team that can beat Alabama. I think they would be the only one uh, because if the, the way it goes now, and this is an old line from Barry Switzer. Um, man, we doing pregame coverage for LSU, Oklahoma. Saban's the coach at LSU, and they're playing for the national championship in which Nick wins it. Uh, Buddy DiLiberto and I are doing pregame. And who walks up but Barry Switzer? And he gives that memorable line about the team you see in late November, early December, you never see them again. They're either better or they're worse. There is no staying the same. And he talked about teams at Oklahoma that finished the season strong, and they were, they were terrible. Uh, in the bowl game. And he's talked about teams that he had that played, you know, sort of middle of the road to finish it off and were great come bowl time. So it's going to be intriguing of how they handle that three-week, four-week window uh, and, and how it's done. Do you, Who do you trust in that? Okay, more than you would trust Nick Saban. So that's why I think, man, Michigan is still the story, still today, uh, because of so much that has went around it. We saw some great play this year in the final year of the Pac-12. I think that's the other part of the story. We saw some really good football out of the Pac-12. And listen, I I love the SEC and cover the SEC. It's been over 35 years. But you watch Pac-12 football this year, it was not boring. And uh, it's, uh, I'll throw it. It's the second line. This is a Hank Stram line. 
Hank worked for us for a few years, and he was like, you know what gets coaches fired? He'd always call me Bayou. You know what gets coaches fired by you? I was like, no. He said, you bad and you boring. <laughs> <laughs> but Pac-12 was not boring. No, it wasn't. You watch Oregon, Washington. Uh, they were not boring. Uh, USC, that defense was as bad or worse than LSU's, but you watched it because of Caleb Williams. Arizona, late in the year, really played well, didn't they? It really, they were a good football team. Oregon State, um, you know, they, they were entertaining. And in the, you would figure in the final year, with all that swirl of the tornado, that man, you, you, you really saw some great quarterback play from there. And, and I think that's what really stood out. Mike Detillier on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Mike D., uh, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. Where, where do you have him ranked for the draft in the spring? He would be the fourth-ranked quarterback. And uh, right now, I think – I don't have it right in front of me. But I think he's ranked 21st for me. It's either 20 or 21. Uh, okay. I, I was so impressed with him. He came to Manning camp. He was the most accurate – of all the quarterbacks at Manning. Uh, we had Drake May there. We had Jaden Daniels there. Uh, he, he, he really threw the football, great accuracy, skills, touch. He talked to me about, you know, getting over the mental hurdle of having two knee operations, you know, mm. and then leaving Indiana. Now, he's a Tampa guy, okay, so you grow up in Tampa, Florida, you go to Indiana, and you end up in Washington. And you got some frequent flyer miles there. Uh, that, that's a pretty good little trip uh, when you look at it and how it was for him to regain his confidence. But you know what? The entire interview, uh, and, and we have it at WWL, he talked about team play, about, you know, he really praised his teammates and the, the work that all of them did together, it was so similar to listen to him and Jaden Daniels. It, it, it was almost like you were hearing stereo between the two of them. Uh, they, they all talked about the, the hard work, the effort that all of them put to get this going. And uh, I'm impressed with Michael Penix Jr. I mean, his accuracy skills, his touch, his ability to find that open man downfield is very quick. He plays in today's uh, world of getting rid of the football fast. Um, I think the medicals on the knee will be important for him. And But, you know, he's, he's held up for the last two years uh, at Washington. Great leader. Um, and, I, and I can't teach the it factor. He's got it. He does. He really does. Uh, Mike, give me your top five quarterbacks for the 2024 NFL draft. Okay, not sure on who is available and who's not. Caleb Williams is one. For me, it is really tight at the two spots between Drake May and Jaden Daniels. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the three of them go one, two, three in the draft. Bang, 
right off the bat. This is a quarterback-driven league. And so uh, I think it'll be those three. And then Penix uh, will fall into the fourth spot. Uh, probably five for me, and not knowing for sure about a couple of guys, it would be Bo Nix from Auburn. And I don't have a first-round pick. Great. I mean, a former Auburn quarterback that's now at Oregon. Uh, I think he would fall at the five spot. I don't have a first-round pick grade on both. I got him at okay. the early second-round pick. But that sometimes because you have a fifth-year option, it could push him into round one. Because now you got an extra year with him that you don't necessarily have to pay him all that money. What uh, All right, Mike Dettelier, talking quarterbacks, WWL Radio, TV, New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, let's go to Texas. If Quinn Ewers comes back, and Arch, can you imagine Arch Manning sitting another year, Mike D? Did we lose? All right. So we'll we'll start over here. Um, Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Mike, if Quinn Ewers decides to come back and wins the job again over Arch Manning, I think a lot of people will be surprised that he'll sit again. How do you see it? No, he, he's going to come back and, and play at Texas. It's very similar to what happened to Eli. Now, people have short memories on that. Eli was a redshirt guy his first year and then really kind of hit it late as a freshman. And Quinn Ewers, I-, I think, is a good player. But, man, he's awfully frail, both. I mean, we've seen him take quite a beating at Texas. And so I, I would be shocked if Arch Manning left Texas. Shocked if he left him. I think he's there for 2024, and he understands his role, uh, that if Quinn Ewers returns, he's going to be the backup. But somewhere in 2024, Arch Manning will have an opportunity to play. Okay. I think I think you're right. I mean, Quinn Ewers is – Obviously, it's a physical game, and they'll be in the SEC, which I don't think Texas and Oklahoma have any idea of uh, the physicality How physical index. physical it'll be? No. No. They've never, they've never played three and four teams in a row that were all um, top 20, top 25 recruiters, with a couple of them being, you know, top 10, top 15. It's just it, – it's a whole – it's a whole different animal. Um, speaking of – Sark and Texas and Washington and DeBoer and Penix. Who do you like and why in that game in the college football playoff, Mike? And it's, it's tight for me. I think it'll be high scoring. I like Texas. Uh, okay. They've got the type offensive weapons that can match Washington point for point. And they played pretty good defense this year. At Texas, I, I give Sark a lot of credit there. Uh, they finally turned athletic potential into production on defense. 
I think they always could score. They they always had the offensive firepower, but now they've gotten better on defense. Uh, I would like Texas in a very very close game here against Washington, but but I think Texas wins it and ends up in the national championship game. Okay, Texas Longhorns and Sark before they get into a real league, and I I think it's going to be a whole new ball game. Even even with the way Sark is recruiting. I think it'll be a whole new ball game for Texas and and Oklahoma as far as average losses per year going going up because of because of our league. Um, let's go to the NFC, Mike, and we do this every week with you. We've got the Forty ers and either the Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles. But as we continue to march down the stretch, um, you know, I, I guess you're going Forty ers one. Who have you now got number two in the NFC? Well, I told you this about a month ago, and, I, and I'll stick with it. I think it is razor hair close between Eagles-Cowboys at 2-3. Uh, I think it's a lot closer than people might think. The Cowboys are a very physical football team on both sides of the football. Offensive line, defensive line, very physical. And Dak is having the best season of his NFL career. Um, so I think if you if somebody put the Cowboys at two instead of the Eagles, would have no debate for me. I think it is as close as close can be. I think there's a little difference between the 49ers and Eagles Cowboys, but I think it's really tight. It would be like a two-way, two-B situation. I, I think it's going to be wild down the stretch here um, to see see what happens. And, um, man, Brock Purdy can, can play some ball. You're right, Dak's playing well. Uh, Jalen will rebound, and, and we'll see. Uh, I, I think Detroit's defense is so bad, Mike D, that uh, – even though Dan Campbell's done a magnificent job, they're just horrendous um, on the defensive side of the football. What did you make of Green Bay last night, Mike D? Um, that was not a Jordan Love drop the ball. Their defense failed them when they needed it. <clears throat> okay? And they stopped. They couldn't get it with their defense. And it's like they never watched Tommy DeVito play. And you got to give the Giants credit here. They ran the football both for over 200 yards mm. on that defense. Okay, this is the NFL. And we love a story. And DeVito is, uh, you know, he's quite a story. And you would figure in the Big Apple this is happening. But when you cut it last night, they rushed for over 200 yards on the Packers. And that final drive, those receivers for the Giants, they were high school open. I mean, that was no defender within five yards of any of those receivers. So, I, man, I thought last night it was a great story to watch Tommy and, you know, the, the backdrop of it, Jersey kid and, the you know, the agent and the dad and the family and everything. 
the Giants' uh, defense really played well. They got after Jordan Love when they needed to. They put a lot of pressure on him. But that game really was lost by the Packers' defense. I know there were some turnovers in that game. But the Packers could not get a stop when they needed it. And you got to stop the run. I, I don't care where you're playing. If it's high school, if it's college, the NFL, you got to be able to stop the run. And Saquon and DeVito, man, they, they ran the football. But watch those throws in the fourth quarter. The Packers, corners and safeties, they were playing so off the uh, receiver. Man, it made it easier for DeVito. Now, he had to make the throw. That, that was some ugly defense by the Packers last night. It really was. Okay, well, let's – do we have time? Yeah, I got time for one more. Here we go. We'll switch gears. Mike Dettelier on the Out of Bounds Show, uh, powered by Sound and Communications, soundcomab.com. Mike D. on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Okay, Mike, LSU, uh, they're losing Jaden Daniels and some other playmakers. Can Brian Kelly really – lose a player like that and some others and flip this thing and put LSU in position to be a college football playoff team now that it's expanded to 12 teams next year? Yeah, well, he's got to get his defense better. I mean, that that was the thing this year that made what Jaden Daniels did so impressive. Every time he took a snap, Bo, he had to score because their defense was so damn bad. And I'm talking about bad. It, it's the worst defense I've seen at, at LSU in years. I mean, you know, uh, that they could not get a stop, could not get a pass rush, could not stop the run at times. So um, the quarterback, I mean, you talk about some pressure, think if you're the next quarterback at LSU. You following mm. Joe Burrow and Jaden Daniels. Now, you could play good, and people would still bitch and complain about you. Because you're not great. It's true. Man, listen, the way LSU fans are, I'm just telling you, you can play good and you still would hear the complaining. Uh, be, yeah. But, man, uh, they they still going to bring back some firepower on offense. They got four to five starting offensive linemen returning. They're starting tight end. Got a couple of really good young receivers. I think they'll go to the portal and probably get another receiver. And their running back they got in Caleb Jackson, I think, is the next star at LSU. Um, defensively is where it's got to be redone. And they have bits and pieces there, but this is no longer DBU. They don't have those type corners on this team anymore. And defensive line-wise, they got pushed around, despite having a, a big unit up front. That was the most disappointing part of the season. That unit has to be retooled and has to have major coaching changes on it. I know Brian doesn't want to, but do he, you think he's, he's got to. Do you think he's waiting till after signing day to let go of Matt House, Mike D? Yeah, I think that you know that is typical of what you see today a lot in college football. Instead of making that change now, some coaching connections there and waiting till after the signing day uh, to make that move. 
And it gives you a little bit of time to think about exactly who you want to bring in. And LSU got money. I mean, they can bring in a high-quality defensive coordinator and a staff. The one thing that they got is cash. <laughs> no doubt about it. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, Mike Dettelier on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. Uh, have a fantastic week, Mike D. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it. All right, so uh, let me give you his top five again, quarterbacks going into the NFL draft. Number one, Caleb Williams. He has Drake May out of North Carolina and Jaden Daniels out of LSU tied for second. Could go either way. Michael Penix, Jr., right behind them at number four, and Bo Nix out of Oregon, who was at Auburn, at number five. Caleb Williams, by the way, for our listeners, I think most of you know this, Southern Cal. He was at Oklahoma. So Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, Jr., Bo Nix. That's a heck of a group. What a story for Bo Nix. Well, all the – I mean – what a story for Jaden Daniels leaving Arizona State and and elevating his game. Yeah. Michael Penix Jr., two knee surgeries. Was it Indiana? You know, nobody cares about football there. Um you know, they're they're a basketball school and they hadn't been in good in football ever. So and and he gets to Washington and they're still playing and and Bo Nix was uh fantastic against Oregon. I mean, for Oregon this year. And just goes to show you, we uh, we're all guilty of it, me included. But we'll we'll judge a kid that early in his career. He had to start as a true freshman, and then he turns out to be one of the best players in the country. He's going to make a fortune. Um, I don't know what his NFL career will look like, but he's going to make a fortune. Okay, we are live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop in Ridgeland, Jackson Street. Want to thank Keith Kincaid and the team for hosting us once again at Kincaid's here on Jackson Street in Ridgeland. And they have an amazing selection of beautiful, beautiful jackets as it's getting colder, sport coats, pullovers, vests, and then these jeans and pants. I mean, Gentile, Heritage, Brax, um, you name it, and Keith's going to join us here in a few minutes and tell us more about what's going on. But um, they open at 10 a.m., 9 a.m., 10. All right, 10 a.m., Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop in Ridgeland, which, by the way, I got here when it was dark this morning, and the lights out here, they just they look great. They did a, a wonderful job. Um, decorating this area. We're live from Kincaid's Fine Clothing Shop, Jackson Street in Ridgeland. And we are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bobo.